Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. This week is going to be a little different, as is next week. This was the first major and intensive combat we've had in the game, and everything went very differently than I had anticipated it would. We also all recorded after a long week and weird days, so we were pretty off-topic, to say the least. I cut the chaff and focused on the narrative as I always do, but tonally, these next two episodes might be a little lighter on the comedy and heavier on the mechanics than you might be used to. I still try to make the podcast listener-facing and narrative-first, and these episodes are certainly not devoid of narrative. I actually feel that these episodes, in their combination of narrative and mechanics, showcase some elements of Exalted that are very important to the game and the world of creation that we haven't really examined in depth yet. I'd like to hear what you all think about this. I also have some huge news that I'm really excited about. On Wednesday, after years of development, Exalted 3rd Edition will see its public release. We've been playing the game with a backer copy that I received from backing the Kickstarter, but now it's finally going wide. If you like what we do here, I'd check it out. Exalted is near and dear to my heart, and has always made a point to keep elements of inclusivity and diversity at the forefront of the game line, and I cannot recommend enough that you support them. So, if you have the time, check it out. I did also want you all to know that there was a bit of an audio issue early into the episode, so for the first couple of minutes, some of the audio might be uncharacteristically choppy. It smooths out pretty quick. One last thing before we get going. I'd like to thank Riverhouse Games Taylor for his glowing five-star review over on iTunes. I highly recommend you check out his stuff on the Leviathan Files podcast, as well as at the Riverhouse Games podcast. If you'd like a shout-out of your own, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. With all that out of the way, let's roll join battle. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, Ariston, Godwin, and Ajax were faced with the visage of Ragara Vijay himself. Would they tussle with this prince of the earth? Would they collect the necessary information about the number of troops at Vijay's command? Could they maintain their cover, or would they give themselves away as solar exalted to those who would label them vile anathema? So yeah, Samir has seen you guys and has pointed you out to Vijay. You are on top of this roof on the opposite side of the street down below. There's a number of lanterns, etc., as well as boxes and equipment that are strewn about the street as the House Ragara and House Tepet forces are still rather transitioning into this area. It continues to be about four o'clock in the morning. You guys are like perched up there with atrocious, atrocious disguises on and Samir's finger is pointing directly at you. What are your immediate reactions to this pointing out? Godwin is startled a little bit, but he doesn't really show it that much. He's mostly just kind of like marinating in a lot of negative emotions. So he clenches his fists and just stands there and looks back at him, not flinching, not backing down. And if it weren't, you know, pitch black and four in the morning, it would be clear to see the intense emotion in his eyes. Ariston has clearly gone into like fight or flight mode, like, and he, he it's fight. He's he's not really like that much of a combative person, but you can tell like his his like he's clenched up and his 
like pupils are kind of dilated and he's he's just ready to go he knows that this is gonna end badly i don't know why i imagined him looking like a deer <laughs> every <laughs> assumption you made about ariston has been wildly wrong i thought he would totally be a flight kind of guy <laughs> no he's not like he he, do- he doesn't do that he he feels bad for leaving his home already like kind of not standing up to his dad so any chance that he gets he fights like picking fights with godwin about the you know reasonability of the i believe door <laughs> i believe godwin picks fights with him. yeah lenny that's a hundred percent godwin <laughs> <laughs> you want to pick a fight right now quinn <laughs> let's have it at quinn's <laughs> quinn's 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 all right well ajax's first reaction is to back up and try to hide <laughs> <laughs> like I, I imagine we're like sitting on like the front side of this roof and could you say that again tilted. roof i just wanted to point that out so i imagine him trying to crawl over the top of the roof and like <laughs> hide behind it on the other side so they couldn't really see but then he realizes that the other two are standing and fighting so he gets to the top like behind the mish mm-hmm. and then he just turns around and like gets into like the death glare that the other two are giving excellent so vijay snaps his fingers and a number of the sort of wandering patrolsmen or people who are immediately inside the surrounding houses leap to attention and start pouring into the street. He turns to Samir and Rauha and says, I need to be getting to my meeting. You can handle this. The lovers and I have a lot to talk about in regards to this anathema problem. And he begins to step away. Are you guys going to do anything as he is moving on and this group of Probably 30 soldiers is amassing in the street immediately below you, most of whom are equipped with short swords and bows, a number of whom are now knocking arrows into said bows. I uh, I think we're outnumbered men, but if we, we fight, we might, have a, we might have a problem later. I don't know if we're ready yet. I mean, we kind of only came here just to get numbers on, like, how many men they had down here. We try to make a run for it and come back with more backup from the pirates a volley of arrows unleashes and starts raining into the roof probably shouldn't have talked about it i just made a decision so whoops at this point everybody needs to roll join combat and if anybody has their awareness like blocked in you can spend essence to enhance that let's go around and what did all of the the main characters get godwin got a whopping two two and seven So that means that Ajax has 10 initiative, and Ariston and Godwin have 5. Also, important reminder, these are people who, by virtue of their intense, fervorous religious faith, hate everything about the Solar Exalted. And in fact, Vijay just implied that he is aware that of some form of non-dragon-blooded Exalted being around, and that that's what he's going to go talk to the lovers about. So if you spend any of your... Peripheral essence, be aware that you are likely to draw intensive attention, which is a choice that you guys are absolutely free to make. That's just something I want you to be conscientious of if you guys should choose to use any charms and spend. Peripheral essence, that will that will be a statement that you guys are making. First is Samir for them. Samir has six initiative to start with. Damn. Okay, but here goes Raha. Okay, so Rauha rolled a an impressive four as he pulls paired short swords out from behind his back. I didn't think you were going to say around. swords. <laughs> you were going to say paired shorts. He pulls some paired shorts. He pulls out. a pair pairs of shorts. A pair of paired shorts. Yeah, a pair of paired shorts. Mm. 
with pairs on them a pair yes. of paired pair shorts but he pulls out these paired short swords and spins them around Vijay reaches with his arm towards his sizable jade blade crouches a bit <laughs> yep Reaches around his jade blade. His sizable, very long. His girthy his long, jade hard jade blade. <laughs> Quinn, you don't want us to walk into these things, but you just set us up for them. I, like I said during our last recording, sexual innuendos come out of my mouth, but I never intend them. I very rarely intend them. I suppose. <laughs> Maybe you intend them subconsciously. Could be. You pig! But he reaches for his blade. Thank you. <laughs> crouches down and seems almost ready to spring up as these small motes of concentrated earth begin to congeal around him and kind of vibrate and move around. He is using magic to enhance his join battle roll. That would be a dick move for him to do. So he's rolling 14 dice to join combat. Feels good to be a gangster. Vijay has 8 initiative. And finally, the soldiers, who roll a tiny little baby pool of dice because they're not important people. (laughs) They are sheep. Still managed to roll freaking 8 as well. Oh my gosh. How? No, they didn't roll an eight. They rolled five. Oh. Plus three. Uh. Base initiative is plus three. So, first things first, Ajax is going to go. What is Ajax going to do? Well, he's kind of like standing at almost like the apex of the roof, and he pulls out his bow, of course, and he knocks three arrows at the same time, Mm -hmm. and he's going to attack the soldiers. Like the whole group of soldiers. Excellent. Okay. Are you going to use any magics to enhance that excellencies or any of your charms? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, they've only got a three yeah. defense anyway. Yeah, so. I think that'll be fine. Okay. So roll up those dice and you get uh yes, I'll call well no, it's short. It's short. Short, short range. Yes. Okay. And you get to add two dice for your description. Six successes. All right, so you clear their defense by half over. So what is your base damage? 14. So it is 14 minus eight is going to be six because Mm -hmm. they have eight soak. And then plus the three you got for clearing their defenses is nine dice of damage. So roll those nine dice. So that's six. That is six damage you just did against them as a hail of arrows shoots down into this mass of soldiers, knocking a number of them off their feet and seriously interfering with their ability to aim at you. Ah! Oh! Ah! Ah! Who's that guy? Ah! He's so strong! Wow! So many muscles! We don't have individual names because we're not important! He's got a good medium amount of muscle. (laughs) So now it is Vijay and the battle group's turn. Vijay is going to, from his crouched stance, look back at Samir and Rauha and just say, I trust you can handle this. I will be back in time. Should you not, then, I think it's safe to assume that you are not worthy of your positions in the first place. 
the fuck just talking? How does he have that goddamn fucking beautiful voice? Vijay. That's Vijay. That's okay. how Vijay sounds. Why do you keep hating on Vijay? No. <laughs> Who is that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> but he barks these orders, crouches, and leaves a sizable indentation in the ground beneath his feet as he leaps onto the roof of Godwin's childhood home, leaps from that roof, scattering the roof tiles about, and lands softly on the running wood spider web that is hanging above that the courier spiders scuttle down and positions himself to run off towards the district in which the lovers are housed. That's his action for this turn. Uh He scattered a number of stones that were ejected from his his essence across the ground, by the way. And stone is a forbidden material in the city of Jaway, so that's fun. And he naturally, magically excretes stone and sand. Yay, earth aspects. His anima, it's basically his magical aura. You guys emit gold light, he emits actual, literal earth. Mm. Because that's what dragon-blooded do. Uh, So, yes, he positions himself to run away. Or not run away, but to go attend to his meeting. To leave to fight another day. And at this point, the battle group scattered a bit by ajax's assault drops down to their knees takes aim with their bows and unleashes a volley of arrows at the lot of you so now they get to roll 10 whole dice for their little baby self bows yeah haha rolling so much fun haha i still don't have a name my mother didn't love me i hope you're happy father but seriously i'm going to need to know the Highest applicable value of everyone's either parry or evasion score, which is also nested there at the bottom of your sheet. Five. Two. Four. Dang, your highest defense value is two? By evasion? Or parry. parry or evasion. Oh, it's four. Parry is four. Okay. And you are? Four on evasion. Okay. So four, four, five. I never know how well I'm doing in this game because I don't quite understand the rules. No, that's cool. Anyway, back to them shooting you guys with arrows. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh. oh no. I am a piece of Swiss cheese. Hey, guys, how ready are you guys to be dead forever? You're dead and gone. Uh, end of podcast. <laughs> so that's eight. Okay, now is the fun part where they have to roll against everyone individually for damage. Ajax, what is your soak value? Um, total soak? Yes. Six. They are rolling nine dice to damage you. Oh, no. Oh, man. Damn. Six. So Ajax goes from 11 initiative down to five initiative. Rip. Rip. (laughs) So I didn't gain any initiative from my attack or anything? You gained one initiative. Okay, cool. You don't get initiative from attacking battle groups. Okay, They exist mostly to interfere with you and Mm -hmm. suck your initiative out and complicate your life. I'm getting that now. Okay. And what is Ariston's total soak? Uh, five. Cool. Which means they also now roll ten dice, which might mean bad things. (laughs) Uh, nope, they rolled like shit. So, Ariston takes two initiative damage, dropping him to three initiative and uh, Godwin's total soak, which means I just need to take one out of the pool. He takes three damage. He's down to two initiative now. So they have attacked. Arrows hail down on all of you, knocking you guys kind of off balance. You were in a poised and ready to strike position, and they have essentially broken your initial formation. 
And now the next person gets to act. Who is Samir? And Samir simply pulls a small knife from his side belt, the knife to which he alluded at the tea leaf, and says, Just keep at it. Keep attacking them. Go, go, go. And now he's rolling a command action. In Exalted, when you make a command action, what happens is you roll dice, and the number of dice that come up successes, the battle group gets to add to their dice pools next round. That's two dice. So next round, the battle group will have two extra dice to play with. Rauha takes his twin swords and puts them behind his forearms, kind of. So he's not holding them out, he's holding them back and in. And he runs toward the body of the house that you guys are in. He kind of gets a small wall run moving upwards, takes the swords forward, and begins actually climbing up this house with his paired swords towards you guys. And flips up onto the roof, pulling the swords out, landing in an offensive posture. He's now going to roll a rush action against Godwin. Gulps loudly. <laughs> Good thing I'm the farthest back. I thought um, everyone was just going to attack Ariston because he's different. I don't think he's visibly all that different. No, just because he's not human. And I mean, if any of them find out that you guys are solar exalted, they're going to assume <laughs> that you are soul-sucking demons, which, again, said it once, I'll say it again, always on the table, but he's rolling his rush action. He got four successes, and I now actually need Godwin to roll his dexterity plus dodge. Uh, And if you want to stunt the way that you rebuff him, you can do that for extra dice. So we all know Godwin's pretty good at martial arts. Yeah, because he's not a complete and utter failure because his mom put him through karate. So he leaps up into the air and leaps onto another roof nearby that is just a little bit higher. And he just whips out his recorder, kind of preparing for his next move. Excellent. So I will call that a two-dot stunt. Give yourself one automatic success, and then you get two bonus dice. So that is three successes. Yep. So Godwin runs for the edge of this roof, and seemingly out of nowhere, Rauha appears in front of him like a blur, stands crouched with his swords, a small smile plays across his lips, and he says, nice try. And that's the end of his turn. Creepy AF. So now, it's Ariston's turn. Woo! Can I do a thunderclap rush attack on Samir? Go ahead and read the description of that. You move forward one range band without a movement action and make an attack outside of initiative order may only be activated at short range from target. It comes... Oh, perfect. Consumes your turn for the round, may make against each target only once per scene. The reset. This resets if you crash a character. Excellent. So yes, go ahead and describe the way in which Ariston... The way he very quickly closes the distance between the roof where he stands and Samir, who is on the ground below you guys. Mm-hmm. And then how he actually attacks him. Oh, so this is just so. So Samir's on the ground. Yes. Okay. So Rauha is up with you guys. Right. Samir is giving orders, and Rauha is attacking. Right. So since it's it's pretty hot, like there's a consistent like he has like a little bit of sweat on his mm-hmm. hands, so he kind of just runs towards the wall and kind of like mm-hmm. he does it handstand like flips over, mm-hmm. but he can like freeze up the water mm-hmm. so you can just slide down mm-hmm. with the ice that's how he like stays down the wall he kind of just sets his footing like correctly he's right-handed so 
it's a pretty it's pretty quick like he he's not like super strong but just like the speed mm-hmm. of the attack is what really gets it and Ariston never like really wants to like kill people so that's not his intention just kind of more to like remove like cut the head of the snake mm-hmm. off so that there's no command over these soldiers who have pathetic fucking existences already that's and what my just, all the time Ariston just wants to make it all that all that much worse that's what he's gonna do okay great i will actually call that the first three die stunt of the entire time we've been doing this i'm apparently too stingy with those you get two automatic successes and then you get to add two dice to your attack pool which will be the accuracy section it's 13 so you roll 15 dice and you get two automatic successes nice oh and how many motes did thunderclap rush attack cost three okay and what pool did you spend them from i'll spend them from personal Okay, so you're down to 10 personal moats. Nine, guys. Oh, 10. I have eyeballs. 10. Ariston slams in and punches him back into the the wall of yes. Godwin's childhood home. Oh. You got six rollover successes, and he actually has pretty good soak. So what is your damage? 12. So you are rolling 10 dice for damage. Okay. Eight. So you bring him down to negative two initiative and you get 14 extra initiative. So Ariston has 17 initiative. Yes. Ariston's uh Why is it Godwin only gets lucky rolls when he's not in battle? <laughs> I just uh. Ariston's uh coming back. Wow. Now it's Godwin's turn. Godwin is standing face to face. Yeah, is. With Rauha, who will follow him to the ends of the fucking earth if he tries to move. So Godwin is going to use Terrifying Battle Shriek. Let's tell us what that does. So roll 12, die, intimidate against one target success. Strikes fear into the heart of the target, forcing target to move away or hide next turn. Weak or cowardly opponents may immediately retreat slash surrender. Excellent. So... What does the terrifying battle shriek of Godwin Corelli II look like? Godwin just looks right at Raha. All of these emotions in his eyes glistening like pools of glisteny moonlight on a pond of contemplation and nostalgia and, you know, mother sadness related personal struggles that he's currently going through. And he just opens his mouth and lets out this ungodly shriek or what is what is the god equivalent in this world? There's gods on gods on gods. So there's an ungodly shriek. It were it, it's not necessarily a shriek in that it's high pitched. It's just this yell that is just so anguished and surprising from a tiny little man like him that even people that know him would like look and be made very uncomfortable and concerned and a little bit startled because it's. So unlike Godwin that it's hard to know where he'll go after that. Excellent. So tempted to throw another three dots at that, but I can't just back them up every time. So that'll be that'll be two dots, which means you'll roll 14 dice and you'll have one automatic success. And you are looking to beat his resolve score, which is... Oh, he's actually got four. So if you want to spend any essence on top of that for your excellency... You can do that, but if you think 14 dice with an automatic success is enough to beat four successes, that's uh, 
That's up to you. I think I'm going to stick with 14. Cool. And how many moats does a uh, terrifying battle shriek cost? Four. Cool. And they'll go into, uh, I'll take them out of peripheral. Cool. Still not five, five moats, right. so you don't have your cast mark glowing, but make sure that you subtract those four, mm-hmm. four moats. Seven. So uh, Rauha is standing crouched and poised, and Godwin lets out this shriek, and there's this wave of combined what starts as pity and then quickly transitions into existential terror. His eyes go wide. It looks almost for a second like he's going to drop his swords. My my god, by by Heshia's flame. No, I, I didn't I didn't sign up for this. I did not sign up for this. Oh. And he begins to like angle his body away and more towards Ajax. Also, since it succeeded, I gain no, he loses two initiative. I do not gain them. Raha is now at two initiative, and that ends our first round of combat. Okay, so Ariston stands in front of Samir, who has been thrown into the side of this building, um, and Samir quickly like pulls himself up and takes out his knife and grimaces. There are soldiers all around you, some of whom are okay. reaching and switching from their bows to their sidearms. Uh-huh. Uh, it looks as though Ajax and Godwin are engaged with Rauha up on the roof, and it looks as though Vijay is looking to start making his getaway down the... So what do you do? So, well, uh, I'll try the the decisive attack against Samir. I can do that, right? Yes. Okay. So um, this is seven moats that I'll take from peripheral. Okay. So you cast Mark Glow, and that's fine. That is fine. Um, you can also say personal. Well, I don't have enough for it. other stuff. That's true. Um, <laughs> no, it's 100% fine. Okay. It's my allowance. I can do what I want mom. <laughs> What are you, my mother, Ajax? Okay, but describe for me um, Ariston's decisive attack against Samir, keeping in mind that this cast mark is going to erupt on his forehead, shining like a flashlight into the <laughs> dawn as he okay. does this. Do they have flashlights in Joey? No, but <laughs> it's a good it's a good touchstone for people in modern in modern times. Um, God, you're so bad at world building, Quinn. Well, he kind Shining of... like all those fucking torches that are around you. <laughs> <laughs> Shine bright like Orichalcum. <laughs> oh, are you done? Wait, is everything going to talk? Because <laughs> then I'm not done. <laughs> hey, guys want to play a game? <laughs> so, so he wants to just kind of take Samir out of the picture. So he's going to do a roundhouse kick, like not like to the face, but he's going to do it like towards his kidneys, mm-hmm. which are going to like pretty much make him fall to the ground reflexively mm-hmm. so that that's what he's gonna do and he kind of like has to it's it's gonna hurt him because he's he's essentially barefoot right now so he has to like kind of twist his foot into the ground so it's gonna be really painful for him to do this attack but he's kind of got to grin and bear it well not grin he's not happy right now but he's gonna gotta just just do it okay not murder weak before we roll dice what is the effect of the charm that you are using right now? It says, multiply force of blow, activate after decisive brawl attack is successful. Opponent loses point of initiative, which adds to your initiative. Bonus depending on damage. One damage, knock prone. Three damage, opponent hurled into nearby object or surface. Um, dealing three automatic bashing, DMG, 
damage, sorry. Okay, yeah. Okay, so yeah. it's it's the knockback charm. And once we actually roll your damage, we will determine which of those effects we're going to roll with. I just, um, I just want, like, the things he gets knocked into to just get more and more ridiculous. Well, it's probably going to be Godwin's childhood home, because he's right up against it. A banana peel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. A whole a ice cream stand. <laughs> a collection of priceless Fabergé eggs. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was actually really funny. <laughs> Quinn, you're actually funny. I didn't say that. Roll your dexterity plus brawl. So brawl is four, and then dexterity is three, so seven. Okay, and I think you have a you have a specialty in kickboxing, and I'll be damned if a roundhouse kick to the chest is not kickboxing. So add an extra die. I only know very generic kickboxing moves, so that's what Ariston's gonna be doing. So roll that, and then add two extra dice for your stunt. So how many successes did you get? I don't know. Yes, two. Wow, damn. Is that bad? Not great. But you're fine. His, <laughs> his parry defense value is actually four. So your cast mark erupts on your forehead. <laughs> For no payoff. His eyes go wide. And apparently his intensive realm military training is paying off. Because he brings his small dagger to like, up against your foot and pushes it out of the way as you strike against him. Oh, that's gonna hurt him so bad. So yeah, there's just, like, the cold, cold metal being pressed against Ariston's foot and then Great. being pushed away. Just a nice little slice. And Samir then looks up and shouts to Vijay, I, I, I think that we've found the root of the anathema problem and that is ariston's turn you lose three initiative because you made a decisive attack and then didn't land it ariston says fuck ariston is back on the bottom no he's still way riding up high vijay hears this looks down looks in the distance grits his teeth and shouts down below mayumi Get out here. It's time that you resolve this. I have important business to take care of. One should be no large issue. And he proceeds to run down the cord to his meeting. There is immediately sounds from the inside of the house that follow his barked order. And now the battle group relies on their years of training. Most of them proceed to pull out their swords and try to gang up in waves, like attacking uh, wave after wave of soldier, uh, just amassing on Ariston, because he is now a very, very real demonic threat in their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ajax, you want to go get some ice cream? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just abandon Ariston to the wolf. <laughs> yeah, the wolf he let the goddamn pet door. <laughs> the wolf who died. So these soldiers are attacking Ariston, with knives, swords even. And they got four successes, which meets his parry value. Which means that they hit. And his soak, again, is five, right? Soak or final soak? Oh, final soak. It's eight. Final soak is eight, yeah. Cool. Well, we resolved the last attack improperly then. That's cool. It happens. Uh, Thirteen minus eight. Hey, that's five. And they hit Ariston for two whole points of initiative damage, bringing him down to 
twelve initiative okay. still being solidly the highest the highest person in terms of initiative right now. It is now Ajax's turn. Sweet. Rauha is angling to move in toward you, but he is still presently at what is technically short range. A lot of the tiling on the roof appears as though it is starting to kind of become loose with all of the commotion about you. Again, clearly people are flocking towards Ariston, and Vijay looks as though he is fleeing the scene. What do you do? Okay, is there any way for me to shoot at Vijay? Absolutely. Awesome. Um, so I, I will do that. And I just take one, like one of my super fat arrows mm-hmm. and take it out and knock it and aim it over where Vijay is. Cool. Are you going to use any of your charms? Because he has a parry value of seven. Can I use wise arrow? What does what? Defense bonus off right dispense for your opponent is reduced by one. Okay, so that will... If they're not in cover. Yes, that will yeah. give him an effective parry of six. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll use a peripheral note for that, just one. So I'll use force without fire as well. Okay. That's another three modes, and I'll take that from peripheral. Okay, and mechanically, what does that do? On a withering attack from short or close range, if the attack does as much damage as the target as much damage as the target's stamina. I don't gain initiative from the attack, but the target is knocked down and back one range band. Excellent. Okay, so cool. And then are you going to use any excellency dice to improve your accuracy? You can add as many as your dexterity plus archery. So if you want to spend nine, you can spend nine. Can I spend moats for that? Yes. Okay, um, I'll spend five and from person. Nine total, all coming from your peripheral or personal? Personal. Personal. Okay. Ajax not throwing himself under the bus. Yep. Um, okay. And I will give you a two-dot stunt for your description. And then roll off of your short-range accuracy, as described on the thingy. So that's 15 successes. Oh my god. 15. How many people have died? <laughs> and it's if your damage exceeds his stamina right yes okay he's got like three stamina so chances are you're going to what is your base damage uh 14 and his soak is 10 so roll 13 dice okay because you got nine rollover successes over his parry of six um wow that's six successes okay well you unleash this arrow and he reaches for the white jade reaper diclave at his side and unsheathes it and misses the arrow by like two centimeters like you can see the edge of his blade like shaving off some of the air uh the feather on the arrow and it smacks him in the chest forcing it like knocking him off of the edge of this this rope or wire and down across the street landing amidst the group of soldiers that are there so he is now at two initiative sweet and also at two initiative are both godwin and rauha so what is godwin going to do faced with rauha who is obligated by the letter of the law to run away okie dokie so as much as i hate taking good advice from people i'm gonna go into silver voice nightingale form Describe a, what it looks like for him to go into Silver Voice Nightingale form. We haven't heard this since episode two of the Prelude episodes. I've totally forgotten. <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead and give us, especially in this tender yes. emotional state, the yes. way that this manifests might be different. Yes. So, because he's in a tender temporal state, the way that this manifests, 
is going to be different. So in this instance of silver voice nightingale form being used, especially because it will be pulling from his peripheral and his eight moats. What does that look like? How much of his cast is? It means that just your cast mark glows. Mm -hmm. If you had spent 10, then you would have actually had a glowing golden aura. What if he's already used? Because he used... It's it's defined in the rules as in any one instance. It used to be cumulative, but they changed that in third edition. So you basically have a large glowing golden disc on your forehead, Mm. especially because that's literally what your cast mark is as a Zenith cast. It's just a glowing disc. All right. So Godwin gets a, a glowing disc on his forehead and all the hairs on his arms are standing up and his hair kind of like whooshes around kind of intensely not like super saiyan-y but like it's just kind of like it looks like it's very very windy but just on godwin and as before his eyes are just filled with this rage excellent so what are the mechanical benefits of that so he gets a plus one to evasion plus five to raw damage of withering attack if enemy pays up to resist he gains three influence okay that's if an enemy pays a willpower to resist then you gain i think three initiative so if they resist your you're at social influence. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And that is Godwin's turn. That's all he could do. And now Rauha is going. He, with the fear in his eyes of Godwin, redoubled as he erupts with this, with his cast mark on his forehead, is very, very certain that this is not worth his time. Like, this is way above his pay grade. The princes of the earth can handle the, the anathema. He wants to live. And so he is going to position himself towards the only person who is not currently glowing. That is Ajax. And he runs forward towards Ajax, stomps down for a moment in front of him, kicking up a number of the roof tiles, and in a kind of whirlwind motion, drives these roof tiles towards Ajax with his spinning sword blades. So what is Ajax's highest applicable defense value? I think it was four, but I want to be sure. Yes, it's four. Cool. For one of the few times I ever am going to do this, I'm giving him a stunt bonus, just two. So he is rolling 14 dice, and if Ajax would like to, or if Adam would like to he can spend moats to increase ajax's defense value um i'm assuming you're using your evasion uh yeah evasion okay so you can spend as many as i believe eight moats to increase your evasion score by four point um i will spend four moats from peripheral to raise it by two excellent only spending out of your peripheral pool when it doesn't contribute to your glowing so your defense value is now six Mm -hmm. and i see three tens already i'm so sorry ajax rip in peace this is terrible he did i'm sorry buddy you did there's a fourth ten you burnt up like a dang piece of toast okay that's 11 successes so he gets four rollover successes over you he was never supposed to be this good i have six oh yes it is five as much as i don't want it to be five yeah it's five what is your soak value is five right soak value is six Ooh. so his total damage is being reduced by one which is Still 10 dice. So that is four successes against Ajax, which drops him down to one initiative and rockets Rauha up to seven. Fortunately, it didn't crash you, so that's good. And now it is Samir's turn, looking shaken. He clenches his hand around his knife, kicks back at the door to Godwin's childhood home, leaving it open a crack, and looks at 
the Jai, who is now down amongst the soldiers, and shouts, This is the only time you'll have to prove that all that you've learned underneath our glorious leader Vijay has meant anything. Kill the anathema. Go now. Making another command roll. That was a fun word. Can you give me the definition of that word? Anathema? Yes. It is something or someone that one vehemently dislikes. A formal curse by a pope or a council of the church excommunicating a person or denouncing a doctrine. It's a form of denouncing your status as demons, your demons, according to them. It's Leif Conybear to the rest of his family. Okay, but here's that sweet, sweet command roll. And again, he gets two successes. So, yay. Why can't that happen, like, when they're attacking me? I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't make the rules. So, next round. Okay, Ariston still has the initiative, technically speaking, with 12 initiative, which is actually still enough to make another decisive attack, should he choose to do so. Vijay is now down on the ground, and... Samir is still relatively close, as are a bunch of soldiers. You could theoretically close with Vijay this round. Again, Thunderclap Rush Attack is also um, on the table. Okay, I'll do that against Vijay. Okay, cool. And you also have Heaven Thunder Hammer if you really want to try to... No. Try to juice that up, knock him knock him into next Tuesday. It's going to scare scare the shit out of everyone if I use that again. Um, Yeah, I think it's three motes for the... Thun- the- all right, cool. So, brush. Okay, so how would I add extra dice? You can spend moats on a one-for-one basis up to a cap of your dexterity plus brawl. Okay, I'll spend two, but I'll take from peripheral. Okay, so as you do this, your anima goes from glowing to burning. What does that look like for Ariston? So Ariston's anima is kind of like a sea green so it's it it is like a bluish green color it's not just it's not solid it's not like a solid harsh it's very light and flowing much like sea foam would be and it moves like the way a whale's tail fluke would move or tail flukes so kind of like up and down back and forth in a very like calming fluid motion so it's not blasting out of him it's it's rhythmic so he's going to attack Vijay's good arm like he wants to get rid of the sword. So he's going to come at him from the side that he's armless and just kind of like grab, like reach around, like grab and just twist. Like he's going to try and like break his wrist, basically twist it around and break it. There are two ways that we could theoretically resolve this. There's something that works like a decisive attack, but is explicitly meant to cripple him called a gambit. So we could make this a gambit okay. where you will literally break his wrist. Okay. Or we can resolve it like a regular decisive attack where you just damage his health track. I'll do the gambit thing. All right, cool. So go ahead and make me that attack. And Vijay is going to, because he's not in a great space right now with his own initiative, he is going to put his sword back in his sheath and take the sheath to try to block your incoming attack. Okay. And he's going to spend two motes to increase his parry to eight. You did it. Yay! <laughs> Broke his fucking wrist! <laughs> okay, so Ariston leaps in, cast mark glowing at Vijay's face as these motes of sand are kind of swirling around. Ariston reaches in through it, grabs his wrist, and snaps it. Oh, that's so awesome. And he lets out this shocked and appalled yelp. Thank you so much for listening to Swallows of the South. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe to us, rate us, and review us on iTunes. 
Every review really helps get the show out there to more new listeners. If you want to find us on the web, you can find us at swallowsofthesouth.com, on Twitter at swallowsofsouth, on Tumblr at swallowsofthesouth.tumblr.com, and on Google Plus at swallowsofthesouth. If you have any questions you would like answered or would like to speak to Quinn via email, please send your messages to swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. Our intro music is new by Elvis Herod, and I hope to see you next Tuesday. <laughs>